Welcome back to That's the Tea, the podcast that gives you football news in the most digestible Justable. way possible. possible. My name is Archie, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan, Ryan, who you heard in the background, and we are here. Man, it's crazy. I feel like last week's episode, you know, with the draft, kind of, we're finally entering 2023 NFL season. You know what I'm saying? I know, I've been excited. There's nothing, well, outside of like the few remaining additions, there's nothing left. Exactly, exactly, which is why we are bringing back State of the Franchise today. Um, we're going to be starting with the AFC North. And man, I know. <laughs> Dude, it's a grind. It's a grind. But I actually, I enjoy it. I think I learned, I learned more about some of these players, um, some of these teams and like the condition and situations that they're in. And I'm just like, okay. I it helps get a better they... understanding of the NFL. Exactly, especially for like some of these divisions, like the AFC North, who we don't have a lot of exposure with because we're out in the West, right? So, it's also they have questionable teams. They have questionable teams. Okay. Yeah. Um, without revealing too much, Jen, just quick question: What team surprised you the most, either good or bad? You and don't, oh. just don't explain. I'm just curious. Oh, I don't know. I feel here it's like there's like half the teams are like just mediocre. Okay. And the other half yeah. have potential. The other, <laughs> oh, potential. Okay. Okay. I see. So I, I, I don't think things change too much, I would say, in this division. Oh, or does, at least it feels like, like, yeah, they're, they're kind of the same. Slight improvement. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to be interested. I'm interested to hear what you're going to have to say about some of these teams. How say the franchise works is we are going to go in reverse order of how, reverse, I guess, they reverse. kind of, of their standings at the end of the season in 2022, which means that we'll be going Browns, Steelers, Ravens, and then the Bengals, who were the division leaders last year. So let's just hop straight into things, Ryan. We have the Cleveland Browns, 7-10, and 10, which isn't that bad for a fourth-place team, but they did end up in fourth. So that being said, Ryan, what do you think went wrong for this team? Or if you had anything like positive about how their season went, let me know. I think it was a whole Deshaun Watson thing, man. <laughs> I think he came in like what week eleven or week thirteen, and he came in looking like he's know, never me played. and you out there. He looked worse than he did coming out as a rookie. Yes, yes, I agree. I I think it was just a quarterback issue for the Browns. I mean, the players are kind of there; like they 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 have a decent like supporting cast exactly. to the quarterback that they do not have. Or the quarterback who's not there yet, mentally or physically. No, I, I agree with you. It's funny because like I feel like they're a quarterback away, even though they went all in on a quarterback last year, right? So yes, yes. Again, like what went wrong? They had two quarterbacks that were mid: Jacoby Brissett and Deshaun Watson throughout the year. But I mean, like mm-hmm. the positives: Nick Chubb is still a monster, and uh, you know they found like some hidden gems, like with uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, right? Who like kind of showed up yes. on the on the scene. However, his production may kind of be altered with some of the new additions that they had entering mm-hmm. 2023. Most notably, we have three players that we thought that we would want to highlight. Elijah Moore, the wide receiver who got traded from the Jets, and they also got some defensive line help, Maurice Hurst and Dalvin Tomlinson, and also some secondary help with Juan Thornhill. I actually forgot about that signing. Oh, yes. Um, former so, chief. Former chief, right? Um, so out of these players, though, Ryan, and any of like the transactions that they've made... Who do you think is going to be like the biggest impact for this team coming into 2023? The biggest impact. Yes. Or who do you think? Yes. 
What's a, a, a transaction that you'd want to highlight? Yeah. I think, okay, I chose a guy that we probably wouldn't, or we cannot choose in fantasy. So I picked Dalvin Tomlinson. That's their, probably their biggest ad, or who'll make the biggest impact. Wow. You know what? I tried to be slick picking Dalvin Tomlinson. Oh, great. We can share our you... thoughts on Dalvin. Oh, my goodness. Do you want to go first? Or want me to go first? Well, I mean, <laughs> there's not much to say here because outside of Miles Garrett, there was no one else that had like three more or, or three or more sacks on that team. Mm-hmm. So then exactly. I think Dalvin Tomlinson coming in is a huge help. And it's funny to think that it's the D-line that's an issue. Because I think, what, a year or two ago, they had Miles Garrett, Davion Clowney. They had, mm-hmm. like, everyone on that line. And then now they only have Miles Garrett. Right. And, like, again, like, teams are starting to double-team them. And it's just, it's been rough. And honestly, um, the part that I highlight, which is good. So we highlight the same player, but we're kind of taking this on two different angles here. Yeah. The Browns sucked against the run. They were, like, bottom yes. 10. They gave up 135 yes. rushing yards per game, which is insane. So hopefully Dalvin as many yards back. as uh, uh-huh. Nick Chubb got. At right for really they met <laughs> it was like a literal equilibrium in terms of like their rushing yards. Um, but hopefully Dalvin Tomlinson kind of like clog up the trenches just a little bit for this team to be successful next season. All right, moving on. Um, in the draft, so I don't think they had a first round pick, they didn't have a second round pick, so they only Started picking the mm-hmm. third round. They got wide receiver Cedric Tillman, I think, out of Tennessee, and he's a pretty good player. They also got defensive tackle again to help with the trenches. I think it's Siaki Ika, who okay. don't know much about him, to be honest with you, but he was a third round pick as well. And last but not least, another notable draft pick was uh, DTR, who I think we've talked about briefly, either off cam or um, off mic, or maybe when we talked about the quarterbacks coming into the draft, Dorian Thompson Robinson. So with that being said, Ryan, out of these rookies, do you think any of these players are going to make a, any sort of impact? Maybe Cedric Tillman. And I mean, their, their defensive tackle, who knows, could also step in. But they also got Maurice Hurst. Mm-hmm. And we're both familiar with Maurice Hurst. So then that's why I'm, I'm probably going to say if anyone's going to have an impact, it's probably going to be the wide receiver. Very fair, yeah. Um, and it's cool because Cedric Tillman kind of brings like Elijah Moore is like the small guy. Mark Cooper is like the big receiver, but he's twenty eight, quote unquote, gonna be twenty nine, big, right? And so yeah. that's what Cedric Tillman brings to the table, right? Um, he's gonna be that big wide receiver, like toss it up there and he'll be there. The player that I wanted to highlight was actually DTR, um, just because some of the struggles that we talked about, um, when we started talking about the Browns was like, hey, both their quarterbacks were mid, right? Mm-hmm. So like. What if Deshaun Watson sucks this year? You never know, right? Like, what if the struggles continue? I don't DTR think so. Might have to start. Oh, okay, so you think, think so. he's gonna turn? He's gonna turn the corner? No. Oh, it's they salvaged their future for this man. What? <laughs> like, I I think it was literally last year. It was his first year back. He didn't have a full season. I'm sure he's back in the groove of things this year. Okay, so you think he's gonna play more towards like top ten? You think he falls within the top ten, or is he gonna be just the top, to top half? 15? Oh, okay, so top he's just 16. <laughs> upper right. half of the league. I see. Okay, so he just hits the middle of the pack quarterbacks. Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right. Um, moving forward, no head coach or GM changes, if I'm not mistaken. In terms of what to look forward to, Ryan, do you have any breakout players that you want to talk about, either on the NFL side, the fantasy football side? Who do you think is going to really pop um, on the scene? 
I'm rolling the dice here. Mm -hmm. If you see me draft this guy in the middle rounds of the draft, don't be alarmed. It's Deshaun okay. Watson. Wow. Okay. Okay. I because you were you were the Deshaun Watson fan, so you should know. Whoa! See, you can't just put me on. <laughs> you, 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 you know. Before he went to the Browns, you were a big fan of this guy. I will admit. So you got to be more, you gotta be more specific than that, Ryan. <laughs> when before his whole situation happened, I was a big Deshaun Watson fan. You can't just say, "Oh, I've always loved Deshaun Watson." So you're telling me you understood him as a person even before this happened? No, I didn't understand him exactly. As a so either way, it's just player. football related, right? <laughs> <laughs> I will take him. I think. I mean. Last year, we didn't see him until the second half. Like I said earlier, mm -hmm. he didn't look too good. But either way, I think he it's still early in his career, and he's still athletic. That's true. He's what only like 26, 27. So. Yeah, he's still athletic. He's a, he's a dual threat. I think it's fine. It's fine. And like what you mentioned, like the core pieces are still there. Like the offensive line is getting a little bit more healthy as well. So I could see him having a really big year as well. Um, I think... Yeah, Deshaun Watson's gonna be one of those really interesting players to draft in fantasy because there's like you really have to roll the dice. But again, but you don't like have to stack, spend a high mm -hmm. pick though. Yeah, exactly. And like you don't have to spend though. a high pick, and then like there's so many other quarterbacks out there who you can like grab off from like free agency that will like do just fine. Um mm -hmm. for me, my player's gonna be Nick Chubb. Ooh. I feel like it's gonna lead into my question. My final question I had for you for the Browns is um, it's crazy that Nick Chubb like has never been drafted in the first round. Like consistently okay and so my question for you ryan is do you think that nick chubb is worthy of being a first round selection in fantasy this football this year yeah of course this year yes because mm -hmm. it's my first time uh in my memory where kareem hunt is not breathing down his neck for carries. that's true that is true and i feel like last year he was drafted in the first round in our league right mm -hmm. i thought it was a reach what oh, okay. But either way, he was drafted with Kareem Hunt there. So now yeah. with Kareem Hunt gone, why shouldn't he be drafted? That's true. But I don't That's think he'll get passing game usage, though. Maybe he might get a couple, but like... He won't, but he's like a solid 100-yard player every game. Every on game. The ground. He's consistent, right? Very consistent running back. So, yeah, I think he could sneak into the, the first Later round. Half. Probably towards yes. the back end. So like, like if I was sitting at the back end, and I got him. I'd be perfectly happy. You got a first round pick, but you know he's going to get you solid points. So it's not like a dice roll. Okay. So, question: Travis Kelsey, Nick Chubb's on the board. Oh, at ten, who are you going? Kelsey. Okay. I have a Kelsey yeah. jersey or T-shirt jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, good pick. Kelsey's awesome. Love that. All right, last question. <laughs> but but you already know who I'm going to pick if. I'm just gonna go full send for that one guy in the first oh, round. See. You already know who 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 I want. I see, I see. We'll talk about him in a couple episodes down the line. So yeah. All right. Um, last question. Do you think that this team has a chance to win their division this year? No, sorry. Really? Okay. I think Deshaun Watson will do great. That's why I'm probably gonna pick him. But I don't think they're gonna win the division with considering the other two teams that are in this division. Hmm. Okay, good to know. It's because good. I kind of discounted one of the other teams already. I know. And I feel like we're yeah. about to talk about them. Yeah, I put yes, question mark. Um, I feel like it would take, like, the Bengals have to severely underperform 
and the Ravens just have to get injured again. That's like the only pathway. Again, I'm pooping on the next team we're going to talk about, but like I can see a chance where they're competitive. Yeah, like I mean, things have to fall in the exact direction or favor. Exactly. So I'm like, yes, question mark. But if I had to say between yes or no, probably be no. All right. Next team, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. who finished nine and eight. I'm surprised they finished nine and eight. I, I thought that they were like, I thought they had like a losing record for like three fourths of the season last year, and they somehow turned it around. It felt like that too, and I feel like their issues started with like their linebackers. I mean, here this will probably lead into your section of what went wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Did they have really bad linebackers? Like Devin Bush was like supposed to be really good, and then he was just like seeing like a new new team or a new new scenery or whatever mm-hmm. and then they had alu alu <laughs> no like, yeah. their defense was kind of it was and i'm gonna flip it on the other side their rushing attacks suck too oh yeah every time naji harris Wait, aren't the you ball, a naji harris fan sorry, sorry i am on the spot again <laughs> no so so i am a, i am naji harris fan and i still am to be honest with you um but i feel like he ran to a brick wall like Every, every single time. run and like whether that was his fault or not we're gonna see this year but i still <clears> believe in Najee harris i think the offensive line was just really really bad was there anything else you want to talk about with their 2022 season or we're gonna hop into let's new just additions? hop into uh the future all right so some new additions again totally forgot about this transaction they traded for alan robinson which yes, was like very yes. low-key for like a seventh round pick uh-huh, um uh-huh. pretty wild they got a guard. This is the guard from I think Philly. Um, Isaac, Isaac Sumalu. Yeah, Sumalu, who's pretty good, pretty good guard. I think he was the best guard on the market, so that was really nice. They also helped out their secondary, getting two safety, Demonte KZ from I think the Falcons, and then he went to Dallas, and then Keanu Neal, who also from the Falcons, from the Falcons to Dallas <laughs> to to here. So out of these Monte players, out um, of these players, Ryan, do you think any of these are going to make it? Like an immediate impact in terms of being like oh, a impact guy. Impact guy here. Yeah. Out of these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna say. I mean, you're gonna hear me say it again later for the breakout players, but I think Alan Robinson's gonna make an impact here. Wow. Hear me out. Hear me out. You like this guy. You have betted on Robinson every year for the last how many years, you know? Not last year. I was out on him last year. Uh, you you had one foot in the door, right? No, I was out <laughs> last year. <laughs> I think it could be time for him to shine in Pittsburgh. I think it's because he's like what the third receiver now. Yes. So is he gonna play in the slot? He could. He could. Or be like the second outside and like Pickens to the slot, or something like that, right? So <laughs> there's Deontay Johnson, Pickens, and it's Allen Robinson at number three. I think he could be a solid flex play week in and week out. Is I think at this point, it's solely dependent on Kenny Pickett. That's fair. And he did take that leap towards the second half. Maybe that's why they started winning games. Like he started to figure it exactly. out. So. so so this is not an issue with Allen Robinson anymore because we're not asking him to be the number one receiver anymore. Nor Ooh, the number two. Fair. We're asking him to be the number three. That's true, right? It's like lesser responsibilities. They Tyler Boyd. Be open. That's all we're asking for. That's all. <laughs> Tyler Boyd. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I'm going to pick the guard here, honestly. Again, <sighs> Steelers were bottom 10 in rushing yards per attempt. 
Every time Najee Harris ran the ball last year, he ran to a brick wall. So I feel like this signing alleviate a pain point for them immediately. I think their draft is pretty. We're gonna hop into the draft. I feel like their draft is pretty, pretty good actually. Not they just like three needs that they needed. First off, offensive tackle. They traded up with Bro- to get Broderick Jones. Did you hear about this? The the T around this pick. No, I didn't hear the T. So uh, the I think the draft order went um, Patriots, Jets, Steelers on the Patriot. on the board, okay. right? And um, I think the Jets or the the Patriots knew that the Jets wanted an offensive tackle, so they filled the offer to the Steelers to leapfrog them, mm. so they can draft the offensive tackle that they wanted. Wow. To win out their division. So they're fishing. Uh-huh. Big brain, Bill Belichick. Wow. Big brain. <laughs> yeah, Broderick Jones, um, quarterback Joey Joey Porter Jr., and tight end Darnell Washington were their key draft picks. Ryan, do you think any of these three players are going to make an impact on the team? I'm going to take your take, similar to what you said about Isaac. I think it's going to be Broderick Jones. Good pick. Honestly. It's just because their O line is not great. Like you said, mm-hmm. Najee Harris ran to a wall all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think Broderick Jones will be able to make a big impact here. Left tackle. Yeah. And honestly, Although, like, go ahead. Sorry. Go go, ahead. Go. I was going to so, say you're going to give Kenny Pickett more time. I'm going to give him more time. And I know. A player like Broderick Jones does not get the fan base as excited as Darnell Washington, mm-hmm. but it's going to do. There's going to be an impact, like kind of behind the scenes. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I highlighted Broderick Jones, but you know, to kind of leak into what you're saying about Darnell Washington, they got the best blocking tight end in the draft. So just like what more? Like another offensive lineman. Exactly right to what play he, six seven. He's six seven exactly. Oh, okay, I just want to say the disrespect. His player comp was always a more athletic Mercedes Lewis, and I'm like, why? Why do you always have to emphasize the more athletic part? Like Mercedes Lewis is probably athletic. pretty fast. Yeah, <laughs> he was like a pass catching tight end. I remember on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, exactly. Like, he was fine. Not bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Wasn't bad. So I don't know what they're dogging him. All right. In terms of breakout players. Either on the NFL or fantasy football side, Ryan, who who are you keeping an eye out on? So for for fantasy, I think I already mm-hmm. said I'm going to go with Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. But then from a NFL standpoint, but not re- definitely not real life. Or sorry, sorry, real life, but not fantasy is Kenny Pickett. Thousand percent, yeah. Because like in, on my fantasy team, I'm not comfortable having him start. But in real life, I think they upgraded his O line and they gave him more weapons. If Darnell Washington, like yeah. apparently he can catch, like he, he's not like like a pass catching tight end, but he can still catch. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they gave him more weapons. I think it's his time to shine. He's a first rounder last year. He has to do something about it now. He's gonna be good. He has to. I mean, you have you have I think the he's framework be average, which is still like kind of breaking out for him already because last year was kind of he was piss bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. You know what? If he can sneak into the top twenty. Quarterbacks, it's a W. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, fantasy football. I had Najee Harris. I mean, again, I will. I will. Whether or not you're trusting this mental health. new line. Yes, I am honestly, and like we have to remember that Najee Harris like led the league in catches two years ago too. Mm-hmm. I am nervous mm-hmm. that they didn't really do that that much this year. So we'll see. That's my only hesitancy, but he could be a top ten back. I am sure yeah. of it. Um. 
My follow-up question though, you mentioned Kenny Pickett. Um, I guess you could just briefly talk about this. Do you think Kenny Pickett is still the answer at quarterback for the Steelers? Or if they go eight and eight, do you think that they should kind of move on? It's only the second year. Gotta stick with him. You stick with him for one more year. In the third year, if he's not good, then you can start looking elsewhere in the draft or something like that. Oh, I see. Like, don't have to extend them. Um, kind of do like what they did with Daniel Jones, right? Kind of, kind of. Oh, nice. All right, cool. But, cool. but, did you hear about the Daniel Jones thing? What about? They didn't extend him, so now they're paying like eighty some million guarantees just to keep him. Jesus Christ! Because if because if they just extended him, picked up the fifth year option, it would have been way cheaper. Damn, mistakes were made. Yeah. Shoot. But um, that's basically with any rookie where you decline the fifth year option. Right. You're gonna have to pay yeah, a more pay premium right? if you want to keep them afterwards. Keep them yeah. Just like the give and take to it. Okay, that makes sense. All right, close the tab on the Steelers. Do you think they have a chance to win the division mm. this year? No. No, right? It's just uh win the division, no be a playoff team, maybe. So a little bit different from what I said with the Browns. I think the Browns could win the division, but the Steelers, I don't think they have a chance for the division. I feel like it's too stacked. The other three teams are just either a little bit or a lot better than they are. I don't even think the Browns have a chance. I think it's just the Ravens and the uh, the Bengals. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Well, you mentioned the Ravens top straight into it then. So Ravens went 10 and 7. And I'm just going to start, start off by saying, well, what went wrong for this team? Dangerous. They finally learned that this offense needs Lamar Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> it runs like through him. It literally does. <laughs> they were so bad. So bad. I'm not like bashing on Tyler Huntley either. Like Lamar Jackson, just like that good. Whether like people want to recognize that or not, like he's at least a top 10 quarterback in this league and he elevates the team. It's also because of the threat he brings when you play him versus any other quarterback. You don't know what they're going to do. Exactly right, and you know, let's, let's. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about for um, like what went wrong for this team. Like moving into like the new additions again, the threat was that okay, he's always like a really good runner, but in his 2019 MVP season, he was also a really good passer. And they finally brought in decent pass catchers for him. Oh, no, Beckham Jr. I don't want to say that he's a good pass catcher, but Nelson Aguilar is fine, right? Like those are good pass catchers for them. They also beefed up the secondary with uh, Trayvon Mullen and uh, hmm, Rocky Sin. Do, do these names sound familiar to you? By the way, these last three names, or yeah, yeah, no. yeah, all Raiders, all, <laughs> all Raiders. That's crazy. Um, out of these free agents, Ryan, do you think any of these are going to make like an immediate impact? Or yes, OBJ He's impact player here. No, 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 no. Really, Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> See, you you scoff. And I think it's because the Patriots didn't really utilize him too well. They didn't oh, utilize him at you're all. You're like actually serious. Oh, God. God. Yes. Oh. Oh, you actually God. don't believe in... Well, it's because the Patriots didn't utilize him. Okay. Talk me into this. He he had sub 400 yards last year with the, oh. with the Pats. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were doing, you know, trying to feed the ball to Jacoby Myers or whatever, you know? But... <laughs> Think about the time when he was on the Raiders. He was like a 900-yard receiving guy. The 900-yard mm-hmm. man, almost 1,000. Mm-hmm. What, how did you utilize him? Was he like the, the the field stretcher? or? I mean, he had speed. I think he was just... He was literally the number one for us that year. 
I think he's fine, dude. Like, he's a solid player. I feel like I don't know what happened when he was on the Pats. Well, they had like five players that were like all the same because they had like Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. Faith. Nelson Aguilar is bigger though, dude. Mm, okay, okay. I think Nelson Aguilar is like six one. So maybe they just didn't feet. know what to do with him because he didn't no, fit the mold. The, the Pats only know what to do with smaller slot guys. <laughs> with them small slot guys, gotcha, yes, gotcha, gotcha. Six feet tall. Okay, not bad. How tall is Kendrick Bourne? Kendrick Bourne. Okay, just kidding. Six one. <laughs> it's Nelson Aguilar, though. I, I still my, Aguilar. It's still Aguilar. I think for me, it's OPJ. I think he's okay. the true number one still. Injuries aside, God, sorry. This is one of your hot takes again. It's one of my very hot takes, yes. Are you I mean, you're still believing Nelson Aguilar. Will I draft Aldo Beckham Jr. at the right price? Yeah. You're like, what is that? Like, probably like no earlier than round seven. So basically where Nelson Aguilar will get drafted. No, Nelson Aguilar is not going <laughs> to be drafted, Ryan. Jesus Christ. I think people are actually, I, I think he's, he's my, okay. You know what? Because of how much hate you're giving him right now, he is the sneaky pick mm-hmm. of the 2023 NFL fantasy draft. Wow. Free. So, okay. I'm, you know what? Thank you. I hope I pick, I hope you pick ahead of me. So I can I can see you reach Nelson Aguilar. I can get a free player. Okay. <laughs> All right. In terms of the draft, though, I think they only had two players that were like really impactful in the first three rounds. Number one, Zay Flowers, um, wide receiver out of I think Boston College, and then the second pick was in a linebacker, Trenton Simpson, who was the best interior linebacker draft. So out of these two players, Ryan, who do you think is making an immediate impact? Uh, my immediate impact. I kind of combine it for each of these teams. So my immediate mm-hmm. impact player is also my fantasy guy. Okay, so it's gonna be it's gonna be Zay Flowers. Ooh, okay. I think okay. he's swift, agile, and sneaky. He's uh, we said it on draft night. He's like the replacement for Hollywood Brown. He'll stretch the field, mm-hmm. and I think he'll catch those deep balls that Hollywood Brown used to drop. And he brings that that missing piece, right? I also had Zay Flowers here too. Yeah. Like, you have the whatever Odo Beckham is the possession guy. You have Rashad Bateman who could kind the of stretch the field, but like taller, right? Then you have Zay Flowers, right? The complimentary piece that you're missing still has the wheels. And you got Aglor too. Oh you yeah, know. you got Aglor too. Like, but see, that's the one thing here. I just I feel like there's too many skill players now, or especially pass catchers on this team. There are too many, and there's and like it's weird because I called OBJ a true number one, and like I'm not gonna like take that back, but like. They have a bunch of 1.5s. Yes. Twos. And from last year, they're <laughs> carrying over Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, and uh, Devin Duvernay. Devin Duvernay, yeah. So it's like they have a bunch of players, dude. They really do. So we'll see. Um, That kind of feeds into my breakout players for fantasy football. Um, So I'll just hop straight into it. All those weapons, yeah. Lamar Jackson. And it's weird because I feel like everyone fades Lamar Jackson every single year. I think he's going to be top three at the very least. And I know people are going to be like, oh, they're going to, I know people are probably going to draft like Jalen Hurts ahead of him or Justin Fields ahead of him. No. Some more. You got to buy into 
Lamar's own hype too. He said he's wanting to throw for uh, six thousand yards with all his new weapons. Yeah, I was okay. Did that, you hear that? Okay, man. <laughs> okay, man. A thousand yards for every receiver he has. <laughs> man, he he is something. You know, he doesn't have a he doesn't have an agent. He negotiated his deal himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's his own agent, and he saved a lot of money doing that. That's insane. That's awesome. Um, right. Well, I'm just saying, though, mm-hmm. he was able to do that because he is awfully talented. Like, if you were a mid player in the NFL and you were your own agent, I don't think it would be as easy as no, Lamar Jackson. Had I agree it. with you. I agree with because you. Because Lamar Jackson's a hot commodity. That's true. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, so he had that for him when he negotiated for himself. That's fair. That's actually very fair. So. Yeah, good point. Um, over on the NFL side, I had J.K. Dobbins. Okay, I just feel like another year removed from his ACL injury, I can see him on the right track of being a a solid running back in the NFL. In terms of fantasy, come on, we all know who RB one is on this team. It's Lamar. So yeah, that's that. Yeah, I agree. All righty. Alrighty, so quick question for you, Ryan, about this team before we kind of close the tab. Um, who's number one wide receiver on this team? And I kind of like hinted at this earlier. And let's kind of rank these wide receivers. And would you draft any of them in fantasy football? I know I mentioned okay. three, so we could, we could I, expand it to four for Nelson Aguilar if you want to put Aguilar in this list now. You you want to know the order that I have these guys in? I feel like they're really far off from what you had. I, or I you they have. probably are. So I, I have Aguilar at one, Beckham okay. at two. Okay, three is Bateman and four is Flowers. Wow, I had one OBJ, two Zay Flowers, three Bateman, four Aguilar. Okay, the okay, fine. I I would be comfortable switching my last two. So it's gonna be Aguilar, Beckham, Flowers, Bateman. You know, you're still messing it up with, with the first name you're saying every time. God. I'll put you on the spot. Okay. What's wrong with Aguilar? Or what what about his game turns you off? Nothing about his game turns me off. If he like was actually valued, I feel like he'd be making more money than what OBJ's making. What the problem is is he got his money going to the Pats, and the Pats ruined his career. <laughs> Did Who he wants ruin, Kendrick Bourne now? Huh? Who wants Kendrick Bourne now if you were released? <laughs> no one's going to sign him. His yardage is not good. His yardage is not good. True. Very true. It's the same It's the same concept here. Very fair. Very fair. I just... You watch out. You watch out for Nelson. I will, dude. I can't wait to play you in fantasy. Start him in your flex every week. <laughs> no, well, well, I can't well, wait for him. Well, then you, you go start Alan Robinson. No, no, see, I'm not taking Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson and Nelson Aguilar. Years still in your huh? body. You still have residual Kool-Aid in your system still. <laughs> what do you well, do for five you're, years you're, straight? You're out here drinking the Nelson Aguilar Kool-Aid after you've been off your team for how many years? God. Has one breakout year with your team and you think your team's a wide receiver whisperer. I was actually mad when they gave him away. Mike Mayock. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Last question for the Ravens. Do you think they have a chance to win the division this year? No. no. If the of offense course. clicks, they do. Thousand percent. Of course. All righty. 
last team we're gonna talk about today. So as long as Lamar stays on the field, they don't need a click. Oh, that's true. It's so true. All right. We got the Bengals who went 12 and 4. So one of the most unexciting teams, or the most unexciting team in the AFC North in terms of offseason, because they didn't do much. Well, they didn't, they didn't have to do much. Okay, fair, fair, fair. That's my counter to that. I mean, hey, I, it's funny because like they were the best team in this division, but my two bullet points were um negative. One of them was that they somehow invested a lot in their offensive line, but it ended up being worse. Uh. Um, And then the second bullet point, Jermaine Pratt. I'm in Jermaine Pratt. Did I miss out? Um, do you remember in, when they played the Chiefs and he pushed Patrick Mahomes? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Now, now I remember. Last play of the game, right? Last play of the Which game. One? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. That's tough. Yeah, <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Or if you want to highlight the good in this team, feel free to. The the the, the good, the good or the bad for the big. Uh, I think want to talk the about good is that a carryover from a few seasons ago. Uh, from a few seasons ago, Joe Burrow is still the guy. He he's cracked, right? Okay, honestly, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, he's still I cracked. Like him. Yeah, still good. He is thousand percent. Yeah, you actually found your quarterback. You have weapons around him. I mean, who knows who's going to run the ball? But we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, alrighty. So new additions though to this team, free agents. They signed Irv Smith because I think Hayden Hurst walked. He plays for Carolina yeah. now. They improved Hurst the offensive Ford. line with Orlando Brown and Cody Ford. Out of these players, Ryan, any like true impact players? I, I think this you're gonna see a theme. I think in the AFC North, it's all about O line. Yeah, like, they have bad O lines. So the biggest impact player, probably Orlando Brown. Protected yeah. Patrick Mahomes last year. I mean, the Bengals didn't have the greatest O-line last year, similar story to the Steelers, but I feel like the Bengals' O-line was probably worse than the Steelers' O-line, or that's what it felt like. It always felt like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And um, Joe, Joe Burrow has been good without time in the pocket. Mm-hmm. So if Orlando Brown can give him time in the pocket this year, even better things will happen. Like it's only going to get better, right? Exactly, exactly. percent. That is the player that I highlight. See? I highlight Irv Smith. You know I like Irv Smith. Didn't highlight him. Oh, I, I think I have him somewhere else. No. Fu- okay, you know what? Okay, when we talk about this. <laughs> um, only two major picks in the top are in the first three rounds. It was Miles Murphy, defensive end, and DJ Turner, the cornerback. I put Miles Murphy here just because. For the breakout. Um, for a NFL. breakout. like uh, Actually, just for the draft, kind of like an impact player, just because. Okay, okay. I feel like this team hasn't had a pass rush since I don't know if you remember Geno Atkins and like Carlos Dunlap. Okay. I I feel like they've just never had a solid pass rush since then. So that's why since I kind of had days. him highlight as a as a good draft pick. Um you pair him yeah. up with uh oh no, the guy left, right? Who? The uh the, the, yeah. Or is no, he's still there. there. He's still there. I think he's yeah, still there. Yeah, 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 he's still there. So you're you're solid. But yeah, mm-hmm. bring up players though, add Joe Burrow. I think this is like the year that he like actually cements himself. Because I feel like, uh, sorry, let me break out in real life. Break out in real life, he cements himself ahead of Justin Herbert because I feel like they talk about him like one A one B, and I want them to finally start talking about like, hey, Joe Burrow's the one, Justin Herbert's the two. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Do you have any break? Do you have a breakout NFL player? 
my breakout NFL and fantasy player is Irv Smith Jr. That's insane. See, I, I feel like we're just Please tell me wavelengths today. Well, I have him. I have him in Dynasty in a league, so let me know. I, I want to know why I should continue. He's the to sole number on one guy. tight end. Yeah. I would say he's an upgrade over Hayden Hurts. More athletic, faster. He's kind of like the replacement to Tyler Boyd once he walks. Okay. And people rostered Hayden Hurst last year. And sure, it was a year in fantasy where I feel like there were really bad fantasy tight ends. So then people mm-hmm. rostered anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't see why you would roster Hurst last year and not Irv Smith this year. That's fair. That's fair logic. That's fair logic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, also, with Samaji Perrine gone, you would think it's like Mixon mm-hmm. instead of Irv Smith, but like they drafted Chase Brown in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. So then that's why he just went with Irv Smith. Oh, that's true. I have no idea who's going to start at running back next year because who knows what's going on with Joe Mixon. So, are you we'll talking see. about the, like the, the mm-hmm. off the field stuff or the yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but for fantasy football and you know, just said it was drinking the tea or the the Kool-Aid. I have T. Higgins. I'm not saying he's going to be better than Jamar you Chase. Have him, you have him every, there every year. Oh, I have to. I have to. <laughs> I always like Allen Robinson. But you actually hit on this one? Yes. <laughs> and I, hey, man, it's been working. And I'm again, my whole point is that I don't think he'll ever be better than Jamar Chase. But he will always be really good value because yes. Jamar Chase Agreed. is on the team. So... All right, last question for you, Ryan. As the time we were recording this, do you think or is Joe Mixon on your avoid at all costs list in fantasy football? So if you were to draft today, Joe Mixon's on the board. You're drafting Joe Mixon in the first round. Or no, round. and it's not because of what's going on this year. I feel like if you noticed, I've never drafted Joe Mixon. Fair, okay. In the previous years, too. I think he, he just wasn't a guy I would try to get. And I feel like every year I felt like maybe I should have gotten him. Mm-hmm. Because it's a bad decision for me every year if you look at the fantasy impact that he's able to make each year. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's he's a guy that I just never get. I never fully believe in him. Whether it be injuries or whatever the hell. Like poor offensive line or like back. When, yeah, like, I, I just never drafted okay. him. So I feel like that's why this year I still wouldn't draft him. So this has nothing to do. I didn't really factor in his off the field stuff and everything. Okay. Awesome. Or fair, fair. I almost awesome yeah. for that, but like very fair. I think, I think it's the first year he's going to be on my, like kind of avoid. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to draft him. Don't worry. Um, huh? Your dad will draft him in fantasy. He had him in last year, right? Hey, and he kind of cooked with them. So I'm not mad. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he, I don't know how my dad figures out this, this stuff, dude. But yeah. Damn. I got to learn from him. He's won a championship before I had. <laughs> oh, yeah. You never won one. I've never won one. Yeah. I will never forget the year I went. I went nine and oh in that league. It was that I forgot what league that was in. I was in, I was in it with you, though. I went nine and oh, and then I finished the season like nine and six. I was one and done in the playoffs. I lost every game after that. Yeah. Life, life, life. Never know. But yeah. All right. Last thing I want to ask you though, Ryan, do you think the Bengals have a chance? Of course. Cool. It's between them and the Ravens. All right. So final, final question. Um, Because I feel like we did this last year and you go back and I always say this, I go back to the old recordings. 
how do we how do our division our, our how uh, how the division's gonna stack up for the 2023 season i'm gonna i'm gonna write it down you have like a quick 20 second 20 seconds to kind of think unless you already have them you have the, the list in your head already i'm pretty good with it all right i think i am all right i had to change one thing all right i am ready we'll go in reverse order okay so best team first uh worst team first all right. So in fourth place, I have the Steelers. Steelers. Okay. Good. Good. In third place. Okay. On, after three, we say it. Okay. One, two, three. Browns. Browns. Okay. Good. Okay. In second place. Mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. two, three. Bengals. Bengals. Dude, oh. damn it, dude. I tried to, dude, I tried oh. to be slick with it, dude. Damn it. You're so It's because smart. I think, I think if Lamar can just be Lamar, no, unstoppable team unstoppable because one guy gets an injury like one wide receiver gets an injury guess what they have three more 1.5s to put out there (laughs) that's it's really how you unlock nelson Aguilar. (laughs) yeah we're chilling then we're chilling we're chilling raven's gonna take one of them all right that's all that i had i have one one more question uh which division are we talking about next week oh we're just gonna go to the nfc side of the north NFC North. All right. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we talk about the NFC North. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.